Hi, friends, and welcome to The Afterword, a podcast where we meet up to have a deeper conversation about the truths we're studying in the Bellevue Women Bible Study each week. I'm your host, Donna Gaines, and I'm here with my co-host, Dana Street, and our special guest, Audrey Lawrence. Well, this morning, we continued our study of the beginning, his story in Genesis 1 through 11, by looking at the biblical account of creation. This story sets the foundation for our faith, And as we gain knowledge about how the world began and how we have been made in the image of God, we pray that a deeper love for our Creator God will grow in all of our hearts. You're listening to The Afterword. Well, ladies, what a sweet time this morning. And how Um, awesome was it to end with, so will I. I know. I know. I just love that worship song. And they did an awesome job with that. Yes, they did. And I love that even I had woven into my message how... It was just not a big deal for God to create the stars and the yes. stars also. <laughs> yes. That's like kind of a tag on. And yet the stars, the heavens declare the glory of God. Yes. How beautiful. Um, yes. In my small group today, I was just bubbling over in amazement. I've heard the story of creation. I've read it over and over again. But there was just something about this study where it has just come alive. He created me in his image and that he has a purpose and a will for my life, and that I was designed to glorify Him. And in my small group, we just bubbled over, just talking about that very thing. We serve an awesome God. Yes, we do. And Donna, as you were teaching this morning and talking about the forming and filling, I'm not really sure. I've got to spend some more time thinking about this. But I thought, you know, that really is the rhythm of God, because He forms us. Mm-hmm. And then when we come to Him, He fills yes. us. Absolutely. And I thought, that is just who God is. There's just layer and layer upon meaning. (laughs) And it was so beautiful what you shared this morning and the fact that we are eternal beings. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, I think if we could grasp that fact alone, it would transform us just to realize we are not worldly beings. We were not made for the stuff that we're living in, the culture that we the time that we were born into, mm-hmm. we were made for Him. That's right. That's right. And we're just passing through. We are. Yeah. <laughs> and I will say conviction came with the part of the Bible study on rest. Yes. Oh, yes. And, you know, I said, Lord, I've got to slow down. I've got to slow down. And I learned something a long time ago that, you know, busy, B-U-S-Y, is being under Satan's yoke mm-hmm. because we're not. Oh, that's a great acronym. Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh, that is really good. And just being so busy and, you know, sometimes feeling almost guilty to take the time to exactly. rest. Because, mm-hmm. you know, Sundays you get your schedule ready for the mm-hmm. rest of the week and da-da-da. But to be able to just simply rest absolutely, and replenish my physical self and mm-hmm. my spiritual self And so as you encouraged us today, Mm -hmm. I plan to take that into action and be more proactive in resting. Because being proactive and resting is what changes our perspective. And it lifts our head up. No Mm -hmm. longer locked into the world or the natural, Mm -hmm. but we literally lift our gaze up to the Lord. And He grants us that eternal perspective. And that's where we can live in peace and rest, trusting Him completely. And it's where we hear the still, small voice of God. Absolutely. 
Yeah, that's right. So that was well, Audrey, so I love your story. And of course, since we were in discipleship years ago, I know a little bit more about your story than you were able to share at our kickoff event. So we wanted to have you on today to hear a little bit more of your story. And Audrey is married to JK. In fact, I told her they've got it on here, married to Joseph. I said, who is Joseph? <laughs> I've never heard his name. I just know him as JK. Yes. And three adult children, Alonda, Faith, and Ryan, and two wonderful grandchildren. Audrey's a gifted musician. She leads in worship here at Bellevue. She's a small group leader in our Bible study and a special friend. So we are so delighted oh. to have you here this morning. Oh. <laughs> but tell us a little bit more about your story, Audrey. You were just saying just the faithfulness of God. Yes. And like I said, I do not know that I would know the Lord like I do had I not gone mm -hmm. through a very difficult time in my life. Mm -hmm. And as I had shared with the ladies on the kickoff, I've always had a plan for my life. You know, my dad mm. taught us that we yeah. needed to have a plan. He says, life is hard for the African-American. Mm -hmm. And so education is even playing field. And so that's mm -hmm. what I want you to do. I do not want you to be working as hard mm -hmm. as your mother and I have had to work to provide for mm -hmm. my other six siblings that mm -hmm. we had. And so I always had a plan. And I also did have a hunger for the things of God, but I didn't know how mm -hmm. to reach that. But I just went through my plan. And then that interruption came that day. When I came to know the Lord with Billy Graham, mm. I noticed that it seemed like the marriage just grew further and further apart. Mm -hmm. I was growing closer to the Lord, and he was growing further and further away. And so with that, one of the first things I learned is that thou shalt have no other gods before mm. me. Mm. We cannot put our husbands. Right. We cannot mm. put our children. Right. We cannot put our work ministries, nothing before it. Mm -hmm the actual God that we serve mm -hmm. and have given our heart to. So that was one of the very first things, putting God first, when I found out that I was going to go through a divorce. And, you know, my daughter, Alonda, was three at the time. And mm -hmm. I remember her looking up at me and saying, Mommy, is it my fault? Oh. And I said, Alonda, absolutely not. It is not your fault. I said, you know what? He will still be your father and mm -hmm. I will still be your mother. Mm -hmm. But right now, we will not be together, but God will be the head of this household. Amen. Amen. Mm -hmm. And he will be your new daddy. And so mm -hmm. we went on from there. And everything that Alonda and I did for those three years, we prayed together. We had lunch together. And God worked one miracle mm -hmm. after another those mm -hmm. three years. The thing that I did do, though, was to grow to know my Lord and Savior Jesus Christ more. The one that I'd given my heart to, he's the only one that can give the kind of love. No human can possibly mm. do that. So I taught Alonda as I taught, but I never allowed her to think that God was not enough. And so... I um, love that. And being on this side of it and looking back, you know, it's so much mm. easier to see the hand of God in the midst of it. But I see the sovereignty of the Lord in allowing you to be watching that Billy Graham crusade and him mm. saving you so that yes. you had him to yes. lean on and cling to when you went through that. Exactly right. He knew mm. that the storm was coming yes, and that I needed to be prepared. And so when the storm was brewing, I was in Germany with just him and my little baby. And mm -hmm. so it was starting to stir then. And again, like mm -hmm. I said, as I was growing closer to the Lord, he was growing further away. And again, God met my every need. Mm -hmm. I could barely, you know, just remember what I needed. But I wanted to know him. That was the main thing. I wanted to know him. And then again, after I got back home and then the divorce occurred, that's when I said, Lord, this is you and me, and this is where the rubber meets the road. That's right. 
Who That's are right. you? Mm-hmm. Are you right. this God? Mm-hmm. Where is the joy unspeakable? Mm-hmm. Where is that peace that passes mm-hmm. all understanding? Yes. And he just met every need. Again, almost before I could get it out of my lips, what I needed. Well, I remember you telling me that you would pray with Alonda if yes. you had a need because you wanted her to see God yes. meet those mm-hmm. needs. Yes. Audrey, that is so precious. Every parent needs to be doing that, regardless of their situation. Oh, you know, there was just a few stories, and I cried thinking about it. But, you know, she was three, Mm. and I'm a nurse by profession. And so I had to work the 3 to 11 shift. Oh, wow. And I was in a town, not with my parents. The Lord, Mm. I felt the Lord impressed on me not to go to North Carolina where Mm -hmm. my mom and dad were because they would pet me and Mm. take care of me, and I would never grow Mm. to know who Mm. is this God that can be my provider. So I stayed in Savannah in a place Mm. where I did not know anyone. And so I said, Lord, I need a nursery for Alonda to go to. I don't know anybody. And I got to work the 3 to 11 shift. Mm. That's what I told the Lord, my specifics. I prayed Mm -hmm. specifics. Mm. Well, that hospital opened up a brand spanking new children's house that was open 24 hours a day for doctors and nurses to put their children in. How wonderful. And it was state of the art because it was a teeny weeny house for little people. And so <laughs> when I worked 3 to 11, at dinner time, I would walk over to the children's house oh. and Alonda and I would have dinner together and talk. And then I would go back over to work and then pick her up. They would have bathed her and everything. I said, this is a miracle. And it really, really was. And when it came time for her to start to go to school, to start kindergarten, mm-hmm. I said, Lord, now I need a nine to five job every weekend off, no holidays, no decrease in pay. Mm-hmm. That I prayed mm-hmm. specifics because that was my need, just the minimum needs. And so the nurses in labor and delivery always knew what was going on in my life. And I always told them what God could and mm-hmm. was capable of doing. And I told them what I was praying, you know, and mm-hmm. believing God for. So I applied for two jobs at the hospital and administration, and I did not get those two jobs. And the nurse says, Audrey, it is who you know. You got to know somebody in administration. I said, no. Mm. I said, that's not the job that God had for That's right. Mm. And so I got a call from nursing administration and they called and said, hey, Audrey, we have a job for you. And uh, so before school started, I had a nine to five job, oh. every weekend off, no holidays, an <laughs> increase in pay. Oh, thank you, Amen. Lord. How awesome. So it's just one miracle after another. I could tell you about God's faithfulness, but I stayed close to him because he is the only one that can mm-hmm. do anything about anything. And mm-hmm. I stayed close to him, fell in love with him. And so I sing the way I do. I live the way I do because I have a Savior who loves me, who created mm-hmm. me in his image. And so mm-hmm. I, I get a little emotional when I think about the goodness of God toward me. Man, that's such a beautiful testimony. But Audrey, he honored your faith and your willingness to trust him and only him. And so God moved mightily on your behalf. And that's something we all need to remind ourselves of. It's not dependent on us. No, absolutely. It's all dependent on him. But I did have specific things that I set up for myself as a single mom for those three years. And so one of those was to make sure that my relationship was right with God at all time. Mm -hmm. He was number one. I started my day out with him, had to deal with the emotions, the anger, Mm -hmm. the bitterness and those type things that go along with it for anyone that is going through this right Right. now. That's extremely important that you deal Mm -hmm. with that right away. 
Bitterness is a subtle hostility that poisons the whole inner man. And yes, so you've just, does. you've got to take care of that. And then there were other things like after my heart began to heal, I did not do any dating or any of those things that first year after my divorce. I needed to heal. Absolutely. Yeah. That's I such to heal. wise mm-hmm. advice it is. To, heal. to anyone who's listening. Please allow the Lord to heal your heart before you get into any kind of yes. relationship. Yes, you don't want any of those baggage. And you know, mm-hmm. God never promised you that any man would supply all of your needs according to his riches. He said he was the one. <laughs> that's right. Amen. Okay, so we just yeah. got to have all of that cleared yeah, up. That's right. And then I did not date very much. But when I did, I never allowed my child to see anyone that I was dating, mm-hmm. unless this was going to be a permanent part of my life, because mm-hmm. I didn't want it to be strangers in and out of her life. Right. right. And then she gets attached that and so forth and so, so on. Mm-hmm. So once again, it was I would meet somewhere else and whatever. And so that was extremely important. But when J.K. walked into my life, <laughs> <laughs> but Alanda was not allowed to meet him until I knew that he was definitely mm-hmm. the one. But before all of that, though, you do have to deal with the bitterness, the anger, the depression. You know, if you have children in your life, you've got to make sure that they can see in your eyes that God is enough. And you don't draw all of your problems with your former spouse in with that child. That's between two adults. Mm, right. So you well, leave the child the emo- out. The emotional maturity to process all of that. No. That's just way too heavy for a child. No, no. And they love Absolutely. their father or their mother. But anyway, so those were the things. And so the other thing that I had prayed for is I cried because I said, Lord, I'm so ashamed to be divorced. And I'm so ashamed. And I don't want my child to grow up without mm-hmm. a father. Mm-hmm. At the church that I went to, it was a little small church. They loved God and they loved people. Mm-hmm. And so some of the married couples, would take Alonda for the weekend and say, hey, Audrey, let let us give you a break. Because my parents were in North Carolina. She would have the opportunity to be in a home that had a mother and a father. Mm. And they were godly people that showed her what a marriage looks like and that type thing. So like I said, God answered my every need about everything. I love him so much. And I'm so thankful. Anyway. So tell us how you met JK. How did the Lord bring him into your life? JK, well, let me just tell you, uh, (laughs) I worked labor and delivery as a labor and delivery nurse. And just before I left labor and delivery to go to nursing administration, Mm -hmm. God sent in a couple up from the local military. It was an ER doctor and his wife. And so I met this one particular doctor and took care of his wife and him in labor and delivery. Well, my nursing assistant that I had been witnessing to, Mm -hmm. and she'd rededicated her life to Christ But out of the clear blue, after the delivery of this baby, she said, Doctor, do you have any single friends? (laughs) (laughs) And he said, well, no, I don't have any single friends. And she said, well, Audrey is such a wonderful person. She deserves someone wonderful. And I just didn't know if you had any single friends. And I was, I, you know, my skin is dark, but I turned, I think, purple. When she said that. <laughs> so, I was so, she'd never done anything like that before. But anyway, long story short, five months later, that doctor called me back and he said, hey, Audrey, may I give your phone number to a friend of mine? And, Can you um, say the sovereignty of God? <laughs> five months later that a man would remember. You know what? This is so true. But he um, he said, I'd like to give someone your phone number. And I just being real, real here. I just said, he's not a dog, is he? And he said, no. And I said, he's not married, is he? And he said, no, he isn't. And I said, is he a Christian? And he said, yes. I said, yes, he may have my phone number. 
Okay, so that began sight unseen, right? Sight unseen. I let him have my phone number, and he was just the sweetest, gentlest man I'd ever met. Mm. And God flew him in from Korea. And I used to tell the girls in labor delivery, they they said, Audrey, you're not going to find anybody here. I said, no, you don't understand the God I serve will fly him in here on Piedmont, Greyhound, or whatever. And they watched it happen. He did. He did. So anyway, that was the beginning of my story there, that new story. And with that comes How'd you end up in Memphis that we would be so blessed for you to be here? Well, we got married. My husband was military. And so after he got out of the military... Just before the Gulf War, he took a job here, and that's how I got to Memphis. The thing that I told God, though, when we were in Georgia, I said, now, Lord, I don't want to go to Memphis. That's the home of Elvis Presley, Lord. <laughs> that's the home where, they, where Dr. Martin Luther King that's was assassinated, right. and I just don't want to go to Memphis. But I just remember saying, Lord, if there is a church with a strong women's ministry and a strong mm. Bible study, then, you know, I don't mind going. And of course, I, I didn't have a choice, really. But I just <laughs> told God what I would like from Memphis, Tennessee. Sure. And when I got here and was registering Alonda, who was then six, I was registering her for school. I heard some girls buzzing in the back of me saying, oh, I can't wait for Bible study to start. I can't wait for Bible oh. study to start. And I turned around and said, what, when, and where? And they said, <laughs> Bellevue. And they were talking about moms at I was going to say, but it was moms. It was yes. moms. And so oh. I just said, give me the address. I mean, I was extremely new. And so I came over and did a tour of Bellevue before women's ministry even started and looked the place over. And then wow. I had Trish Weeks as my group leader. The Lord providentially placed my neighbors in my small group mm. as big as the Bible study is. Wow. Do you see how God, mm-hmm. it, it was just amazing. And he went above and beyond what I could ask Mm -hmm. when he sent me to the women's ministry. Mm -hmm. And that's why I'm a member of Bellevue is because of women's ministry. Wow. Mm -hmm. And when I went there, I had a need. I had just had a miscarriage. Mm -hmm. See, I got one story after another to tell. I just had a miscarriage and I told the ladies in my small group, you guys, I lost my baby and I want to be pregnant. I'm Mm -hmm. older, but I would love to have a baby. And those women, including your mother, Dana, Mm -hmm. prayed for me. And I was pregnant before the end of that Bible study was over. Was not a member of Bellevue and they served me like I don't know what. And just met every need that I could ask for. So we serve a mighty God. He's sovereign. He cares about everything Mm -hmm. that we care about. And he's such a good God. Audrey, I cannot imagine Bellevue, though, without you. Neither can I. I mean, I just cannot. What a blessing you are to us in leading us in worship. God be the glory. Just watching you minister to your small group, Mm -hmm. praying with you, just means so much to me. So thank you so much. And you know, Audrey, I think you're a beautiful example that all of us have a story. And a lot of times I think people sitting out there who have known you for a seemingly Mm -hmm. long time because they've watched you in leadership, they've Mm -hmm. seen you lead worship, they maybe even have been in a small group with you, but they didn't know your whole story. No. Mm -hmm. They know how much you love the Lord, but they had no idea the valley you had walked through and why you know Him so intimately and trust Him so fully. What a beautiful testimony. Thank you for sharing it with us today. We're so very grateful. And thank you for listening. If you joined us today, we are so grateful you're here. And we want you to remember that God's pen is sovereign and he is writing your story. Would you surrender and give him glory? 
The Afterward Podcast is a production of Bellevue Women and Bellevue Baptist Church in Memphis, Tennessee. For more Bible studies and other resources, visit bellevue.org women.